0: Welcome to the Finding True Health podcast. If you've ever experienced feelings of shame or embarrassment for your body, you are not alone. I know that this is a huge struggle for so many women. And today I'm going to be sharing some personal experiences, some stories from others, as well as some tips and tricks for what to do when these feelings arise and how to combat them and how to even avoid them in the future. I'm excited to dive in. This is such an important topic. Let's get going. Are you ready to be done with diets? Done trying to mold your body to fit unrealistic beauty standards? Do you want to create a healthy lifestyle simply to feel better and have more energy each day? Do you want to finally find food freedom? Hey, I'm Jenna, a registered dietitian nutritionist. Not long ago, I was an overwhelmed mom and struggled to make myself a priority. I hated my body and wondered how I could stop beating myself up every time I looked in the mirror. I also felt frustrated about my health and wished I could get myself to exercise consistently, eat more vegetables, eat less sugar, you know, actually do the things I knew could improve my mood and energy levels. But I kept telling myself I didn't have enough time or motivation or willpower or, well, you get the idea. But with some help from God, I was able to turn my health and life around, and I want to help you do the same. In this podcast, you'll find trustworthy nutrition information, critical mindset shifts, and actionable advice so you can feel better, fill your life with sustainable, healthy behaviors, and be confident in your own skin no matter your size. So if you're ready to make peace with chocolate but love your salad too, this is the podcast for you. Hello, hello, and welcome. Thank you so much for being here today. We're in a new month. We're in March now, so that's crazy. (laughs) This year is just flying by. Before we dive into today's topic, I want to give you a quick reminder about the free class that I have created just for you. I put a lot of love and time and energy into this class, so I hope you'll take advantage of it. It's all about how to put the struggle with food and your body far behind you. And if you go to my website, jennaweight.com, and click on free stuff, then you can sign up for it there. And I really hope that you enjoy that resource that I've created for you. All right, let's talk about shame and embarrassment for our bodies. When you live in a world that teaches that worth and appearance are tied together, then it is no wonder that so many people feel a sense of shame or embarrassment about their body if they don't happen to live up to those narrow, often unrealistic beauty ideals. And even if they do, people can still feel shame and embarrassment because of other various messages that we get about bodies, about sexuality, about all sorts of things. But today I'm going to kind of focus specifically on experiencing these feelings due to the size of your body. Now I've talked with women of all different sizes who struggle with these feelings. So I don't think the size of your body actually plays a huge part of this, although generally people in bigger bodies experience more of these feelings than those in smaller bodies. But I know women of all shapes and sizes can experience these feelings. So to start, let's kind of dissect what these terms even mean, embarrassment and shame. One definition of embarrassment that I found was that it's the anticipation of negative evaluation by others. We get embarrassed when we think that other people are perceiving us in a negative way. On the Psychology Today website, they say that embarrassment can have a profoundly negative impact on a person's thoughts or behavior. The embarrassed individual becomes conscious of a real or imagined failure to comply with social norms and fears that others won't view them as highly as a result. The ensuing embarrassment may be accompanied by feelings of awkwardness, exposure, shame, guilt, or regret. And oftentimes we use the words embarrassment and shame interchangeably, but they are slightly different. So I wanted to point this out also from Psychology Today. They say, while embarrassment and shame are similar, there are some clear differences. Shame often carries moral overtones that embarrassment does not. So since we are often in our lives taught that it's, quote, bad to be in a bigger body or to look a certain way, then that's kind of where this morality issue can come in and result in this, sh- in this shame. They go on to say that shame characterizes a sense of character failing rather than a loss of social status or image. Meanwhile, embarrassment colors the gaps between how one wishes to be perceived and how one believes that other- others actually perceive them. So you can see these are slightly different emotions, but they're similar enough in how we're going to be using them and in how people use them to talk about their bodies that I'm going to be using embarrassment and shame kind of interchangeably today. So this could be that you just have a general sense of shame and embarrassment about your body that's kind of always with you. Maybe every time you look in the mirror or you get dressed in the morning or you have a thought about your body then you're you're feeling and thinking thoughts of shame all day long this could also though be maybe a specific experience that brings about some shame or embarrassment i'll share a quick story when i felt this it was shortly after having my fifth child about 5 years ago now i was at our public swimming pool with my family and i ran into an old boyfriend of mine now we dated all the way back in college. And I was probably at my smallest when we were dating. And I was actually at that point starting to enter into some slightly disordered eating and over and things. And so I wasn't at a super healthy place when I was dating this guy. And this is when I was, I think, 19 or 20. So a long time ago. So fast forward, at this point, we would have been almost 20 years later And he hadn't changed a whole lot. He looked pretty much the same as when we were in college. But I had had five children. I'd healed my relationship with food. I wasn't doing the extreme exercising and things like I had when we were dating. And so my body had changed a fair amount since the time we dated. And I remember seeing him and just automatically feeling all these feelings of shame and embarrassment about how my body looked now compared to how it looked when we were dating. This was right before, maybe at the very beginning of my body peace journey. And I've actually run into him a couple of times since then at our kids' soccer games. And even though I've made a lot of progress in this area, I still, each time I see him, have struggled with feelings of embarrassment and wondering what he's thinking and how he's perceiving me. And so this is really real. I totally get just having certain little moments of feeling really embarrassed about your body. And I also completely understand what it feels like to kind of have this constant feeling of shame and and embarrassment about it. So the first thing we need to do is to recognize that these feelings are a direct result of the fat phobia that we have in our society, of the messages about what bodies should look like, what size is appropriate about what people must be doing if they have a large body, the assumptions that people make about about people and their size. If we didn't have any of that, then we would have no reason to feel shame or embarrassment about our body size. So first things first, we have to keep working to call out fat phobia, shut it down whenever possible, and just continue trying to change the narrative of our society. I know this is not going to happen overnight, but it's a fight worth fighting for, I believe. Maybe you are getting shamed directly from somebody you know, maybe even somebody that you love. Maybe it's a spouse or a child. Perhaps it's somebody like your doctor or maybe just strangers on the street, and they are offering you lots of thoughts of shame and lots of reasons that you think that you should be embarrassed about your body or your size. I don't want to undervalue or minimize the pain of any of that. It is extremely painful, and it's extremely wrong in my mind. Nobody should be shamed for the size of their body, even if the size of their body is a result of lifestyle factors that they could change, and that if they changed, it might result in a smaller body. That's still no reason to be shamed. Now, being in a larger body can be due to a number of reasons, but if it does happen to be a byproduct of somebody who maybe feels like they're addicted to food or certain types of foods, again, shaming them is not going to help in any way. I remember when I was younger, and I would get comments about my body pretty often from a certain member of my family, and I remember just thinking after hearing these comments from him, like, does he think I don't have eyes? (laughs) Does he think that I can't look in the mirror and see the size of my body? And does he think that I don't beat myself up every day already? Like What makes him think that he has to remind me over and over about my body size? I was already pouring plenty of shame and disgust on myself as it was, and I did not need that other source in my life. I'm really blessed today today that I don't have anybody in my life like that. My husband is wonderful. He never shames me about my body size. I have wonderful family and friends and positive influences in my life. So I recognize that I am very blessed and that some people have very different circumstances in their life. So if there is an outside influence shaming you or giving you thoughts that could lead to shame or embarrassment about your body, then First of all, I'm so sorry. I know that it is so hard. And second of all, whenever possible, I definitely recommend that you set some boundaries. Let them know that it's not okay, that comments about your body are not necessary or helpful. And you might need to set some hard and strict rules around that. I wish I would have spoken up more for myself when I was younger and put a stop to to the comments that I was receiving. Now, we can't control other people. We can only control ourselves, but we can definitely try to minimize the pain and the harm that other people cause to us. So if the only source of shame and embarrassment about your body is through your own thoughts, then that's definitely something we can work on and something we'll talk about here in a minute. But once again, if it's somebody else in your life, then please set some healthy boundaries for yourself. So let's switch gears and talk about how to minimize these feelings of shame or embarrassment for your body. I say minimize because many of us won't be able to completely eliminate these feelings altogether, but we can definitely do things to help reduce them. And some might be able to completely let go of them altogether, which is amazing. I have four different ways, four different tips I'm going to give you to help. In this area. The first one is to recognize the source of your shame and embarrassment. We kind of already touched on this, but just to recognize and be aware of the fact that the false messages that we've been getting our entire lives about bodies and about how our value is tied to our body and our appearance, just recognizing that can be a huge step forward sometimes even going way back, all the way back to the root source of that shame can be helpful if possible. For many of us, like I mentioned with myself, this started all the way back in childhood. Now, I'm not a therapist, but as far as I know, there is a practice that's commonly used in therapy called inner child work. And this is just trying to tap into those subconscious beliefs that we've had inside of us since we were children. In the book, More Than a Body by Lindsay and Lexi Kite, They talk about doing this inner child work in their therapy sessions, and Lindsay shares a really beautiful letter that she writes to her, what she calls her little girl, herself when she was young, and it's really beautiful, so I wanted to just quickly read it here because she talks a lot about these feelings of shame and embarrassment. She says, Dear little Lindsay, I'm so sorry you feel embarrassed. The people who made you feel that way didn't know they were wrong to say those things and act that way, but they were. They learned that fat was a bad thing to be, and they saw that you were a little bit fat. They didn't mean to hurt you, but you did get hurt. When you felt hurt, you learned to think about yourself and your body differently. You started to worry more about how you look and what other people think rather than just living your life like before. But you are okay. You always were, and you always will be. No matter how you look or what you eat or how fast you can run or what anyone says, there is nothing wrong with you. You aren't broken or weak or embarrassing. Of course you want to eat the foods you learned were off limits. Of course you feel ashamed of how you look when people around you want to be smaller. But you deserve to feel comfortable in your own body. I trust you. You deserve to trust yourself. I want to help you learn what is true about you and what is not true. I want to help you learn to listen to yourself and understand your body from the inside, not from the outside. You are okay. No matter what, I love you. No one is embarrassed of you or for you. But even if they are, they are wrong. They learned wrong. They learned lies about bodies when they were little too. I'm excited to help you learn to feel happy about your body and for you to experience a really great life inside your body. The same body is going to be your home for your whole life. Isn't that amazing? It's yours. Your body is wonderful and good, but it isn't everything. You are everything. And I just get choked up reading that because it's so touching and it certainly hits a chord for me. And I just thought it's such a beautiful letter to her, her little girl. Oh, so moving on. The second tip I have for if you're having feelings of shame or embarrassment for your body is to focus on gratitude. What are you grateful for in regards to your body and all that allows you to do each day? This is a form of what is called attention control, trying to focus on the positive instead of the perceived negative negative. and having a daily affirmation habit where you help retrain your brain and offer it some really intentional thoughts about bodies in general or about your body can be really helpful in doing this and finding the things that you're grateful for and then repeating those things to yourself. I like to remember that the purpose of my body is to learn, to progress, to serve, and for me, it's to glorify God, not to glorify myself. So when I keep that perspective and recognize that my body does allow me to do all of those things, then it's a lot easier for me to be grateful for it. The third tip is to take care of yourself. Treat yourself and your body with the love and respect that it deserves. You are the one that's responsible for how you treat yourself and your body. I always say love is a verb. When we take loving actions towards ourselves, keeping ourselves well-groomed, creating healthy habits that serve our body, that show our body love and respect, and that help us feel great, those are ways to show love for your body. And that's going to result in loving feelings for your body. And it's hard to be ashamed of something that you truly, truly love. We know that self-confidence and feelings of beauty come from within ourselves, and a large part of that is our thoughts, like I mentioned earlier, but those thoughts have to be believable to us. We can't just try and think anything we want if it's not believable. And taking actions, showing that you truly love your body by how you act towards it and what you put into it and how you move it, that's the proof sometimes that our brain needs that we do love ourselves and that our bodies are worthy. And oftentimes it's through those actions that that self-confidence and improved body image comes. Of course, I'm not saying you should beat yourself up if there's ever a moment or a day or a week or a year or a decade even that you haven't taken good care of your body. But once you start taking those actions, start loving and respecting yourself in how you treat yourself, then it it makes it so much easier to have those feelings of love as well. And the last tip I want to give is to focus more on others. This works particularly well for scenarios like the one I mentioned earlier with running into my ex-boyfriend. Since embarrassment often comes with worrying about what others are thinking about us, then trying to take the focus off of ourselves is a really easy and fast way to get out of that spiral of shame and embarrassment. Try and just steer your thoughts towards kindness and compassion for the other person then you naturally won't be so caught up in thinking about yourself and your own insecurities. Now, focusing on others does not mean focusing on their opinions or what you think their opinions about you might be. Are other people still going to have opinions, maybe even think unkind thoughts about us? Of course, most likely. While we were talking and catching up, my ex very well could have been thinking, wow, Jenna's gained a lot of weight over the years. Oh, I'm sure glad things didn't work out between us. You know, whatever thoughts my brain was worried that he was thinking, it's possible that he was thinking those things. But I can't control that. I like the thought that other people's opinions are none of my business. I'm just going to focus on my own thoughts and my own actions and let other people live and think however they would like. Something else that can kind of go under this category is I like to think, how would I feel if my daughter or maybe a sister or a niece, said that she was ashamed of her body? How would I answer her? And whatever I would say to her, I try to turn back on to myself and provide myself that same answer. I have just one more story I want to share before we wrap up here. And again, it's from More Than a Body. This story is from Lexi. So the the letter, the inner child letter was from Lindsay. And this story is from Lexi. These two are twin sisters. And Lexi shares an experience that is really powerful as well. She talks about a time shortly after she'd had her first daughter. And her and her baby daughter and her husband were at the lake having a fun day together as a family. And her husband is a photographer and was taking pictures of Lexi and her baby daughter playing throughout the day and having fun. And Lexi says as they were driving back home later on that day, she was looking through the pictures that her husband had taken and She said she was really caught off guard by the feelings of embarrassment that she found washing over her as she was looking through these pictures. And she just quickly deleted all the photos that she hated that had what she felt like were unflattering pictures of her body. And they got home and her husband was taking a shower and she was laying on the bed. And I'm just going to quote from here on out because I love how she says this. She said, I felt so overwhelmed by how ashamed I felt about how I looked While also being ashamed that I was ashamed and embarrassed that I deleted all the photos without telling him, my husband, I knew it was out of character and the shame was hitting me harder than I could have ever anticipated. As I was trying to get my bearings, I tried to tap into a greater understanding I have about my body and myself, even though it felt out of reach in this disruption. I half talked, half prayed aloud and felt this divine feminine feeling of comfort and love. I asked for comfort and as soon as I asked, the warmest feeling of love and pride washed over me. I then saw a mental image of myself walking somewhere. I was looking at myself from behind as if I were outside my body, but in a state of loving awareness as opposed to self-objectification. As I looked at myself, I felt the same kind of pride I feel about my baby girl. I love every inch of her her round belly, her soft legs, the fuzzy hair on the back of her head. I felt that for myself. As I watched myself walk, I felt this incredible warmth for who I was and what I was doing. I can describe it only as absolute, unconditional pride and love. I laid there and cried tears of joy. My shame washed away. I felt pure love, and that love Love that I can only compare to the love I felt and still feel for my baby, which doesn't do it justice, is something I believe we can all ask for when we need it, from whatever source aligns with our beliefs. We all bear the burden of so much pain inside our bodies, pain inflicted physically, mentally, and emotionally, but we can tap into power beyond our own to expand our sense of self and access greater feelings of compassion and unconditional love for ourselves and in turn everyone else. And I just love that. Oh my goodness, these Kite sisters can always move me to tears. (laughs) I just love taking that unconditional love that we have for our loved ones, for our children, for our family members and friends, and trying to give ourselves that same love and compassion. And if you do believe in a higher power, in a God, I definitely suggest that you take these struggles to God Ask him to show you how he sees you and what you mean to him. I know I have personally been blessed with some spiritual experiences like the one that Lexi shares. And those experiences can help so much in healing any pains or trauma that we have in regards to our body. One final plea that I have is to please don't let any shame or embarrassment that you feel about your body hold you back from pursuing your dreams, from living the life you want, from doing the things that you want. I know some of us have physical limitations and other situations that make things difficult, but please don't allow the opinions of others or any negative feelings about your body hold you back from the things that you truly desire. I love you. I am here for you. I know this can be a struggle and I know that it takes time and some effort, but it does get easier as we do this body image work, as we start unraveling stories and creating new thoughts and new lives for ourselves. You are beautiful. You're wonderful. You're worthy. You are so valuable. And thank you so much for joining me today. Have a fantastic week. I will see you next week. Bye-bye. Hey friend, I want to personally invite you to join me and the other amazing women in my brand new private Facebook group. It's an awesome community where you can give and get encouragement as you ditch diet culture and work towards improving your health. Click on the link in the show notes to join or go to facebook.com slash groups slash finding true health. I hope to see you there.